The following is a hoop ball presentation. What's up, Grizz Nation? Welcome to the show. It's your host, David Williams, along with the one, the only, Sam M. Brewski. And welcome to the podcast, guys. Who all Grizz? Yeah. He didn't even say what the name of the podcast is. What's going on? What? Maybe I did. I don't know. I got nothing. What'd I say? Oh, well, I, th- I thought you said what this is Hoopball Grizz. Uh, I don't think I did. You may not have. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, well. We're off to a roaring start. Woo! This is a special post-trade deadline podcast. We are actually, we're not going to do any kind of game coverage on this podcast at all. We're going to talk about the moves that were made or and or not made, I guess, depending on how you want to look at it. But they made some moves. The Grizzlies made, I'm pretty happy with it. We're going to kind of break it down, give you a little bit on each of the new guys and give you projections, kind of what we think um, each guy's role is going to be for the team moving forward. So we'll start off with the simple one, the trade to the Rockets. And it included the Grizzlies receiving Jordan Bell and a 2023 pick swap. And they sent the Houston Rockets one Bruno Caboclo. So sad. I'm kind of sad to see Bruno yeah, go. I was too. I enjoyed watching last year. He got a lot of playing time because, you know, Dylan was out. Jaron was out. Parsons was dead all year. Like, Bruno got quite a bit of playing time. He did okay. And he put up solid numbers. Mm-hmm. And I Bruno was super, super friendly. Like, sitting around talking to him before the game. Like, okay. I'm, They're best friends. Let's see. We're not best buddies. They're best buddies. But, like, when Bruno would come over to sign autographs, he was always engaging in conversation. And you don't always get that. If you've ever went to uh, to autograph, sometimes the players, not that they're rude, but they just won't really say a whole lot. Like, they'll nope. sign for you and move on. But Bruno, when you asked him a question, he always engaged in it. And so... I enjoyed that part. I will miss that. I, you know, I say Bruno was probably not a key piece moving forward for the Grizzlies. Not, not even probably. He was not a key piece. But I just liked his style of play. I like what he done. So I think they won this trade. Really. Yes and no. I think that that helped the Rockets out too because they didn't have a center and now they do. So yeah, Bruno can be the rim protector. I'm I'm ready to see what happens with that. Like what I he, what kind of role he has. I want to know if they're going to start that man because I don't why, think they start. I don't know. I don't think you're going to start center PJ Tucker. Again? Yeah, you're starting PJ Tucker at center. Get That's I mean, either that like how tall is Robert Covington? They're I don't even same know. Height. Yeah, so that that's going to be how tall is PJ? PJ's like six seven or no? Nah, I think is he PJ's six, six, it, I don't think he's that tall, man. I think Tucker's like six six. Well, Covington's taller than him. Okay, Covington's like six nine, six ten. But they're not really starting. Their starting five is going to be Westbrook, Tiny. Harden, Gordon, Tucker, and Covington. I think that's going to be their starting. Well, that's what five. they started last night. So somewhere Westbrook. in that vicinity, they they may change that moving forward. But I feel like Bruno may have uh, an important role on that team. He, yeah. And he can be a rim protector. He can get in there. He, he's not very big-bodied as far as, like, he's not muscled up, per se, like some of your your 
bigger guys in the paint. Like, I've so, for example, Bruno in the post against a guy, say, let's say Jokic. Ooh. In the post, Ooh. Bruno doesn't have enough beef that he's really going to be able to hold Jokic. We'll see. The, the Rockets are trying something. It's either going to succeed and D'Antoni's going to look like the smartest man on the planet or it's going to fall flat on its face, which I project is going to happen. I, that's exactly what I was about to say. And everybody's going to be like, he was an idiot for trying it. So anyway. I, give him, I give him props for trying it, but when you trade off your center, I know he was hurt, but good gracious, and you trade off your center and your tallest person on the team is like 6'6 at this point. Yeah. You're playing small ball. No, you're playing tiny ball. You're you're gonna get smoked. Go up against Anthony Davis. See what happens. Yeah. So I'm well. They did. Well, they, I take that back. And Excuse they spanked them. But they in did. a seven they game yeah. series, that's probably not gonna happen. Well, you saw last night with the Suns. Did you watch that game? I, I didn't watch that. I one, but I saw the it. score. Yeah, I watched part of it. Waxed. Covington did good. Harden did Harden things, but they, Aiton and uh, Kelly Oubre, they just. They yeah. went inside, boom, it was done. Yeah, that which they have guys that can guard Ubre, but, you know, Aiton is a good example. That's another – I didn't even think about him. That would have been a great example of somebody that they're going to have problems stopping in the post. Not that you're going to run into Phoenix in the playoffs, but you got teams in the playoffs that have bigs. Montrez Harrell is going to give them fits if they run into the Clippers, and it's a good chance that they could be playing the Clippers in the second round. So – I don't know. That's going to be interesting to see. And we're not even a Rockets podcast. We just ran off on a rabbit trail. We but love back- you, Bruno. That's why. <laughs> That's why we did it. Back to the trade. So the reason I say that they won the trade is the pick swap. Right? So the pick swap, if you don't know how the pick swap works, Sam, do you know how the pick swap works? Nope. Tell me. Okay. So 2023 is a second round pick. If, the Grizzlies' second-round pick falls after Houston's. They can be like, hey, we're swapping that up. And that's what it is. They, it's a, a free chance to move up in the draft. Nifty. And so here's the deal with second-round picks, with any pick, any pick in general, doesn't matter where it falls, there is no lock to... Even with the number one overall pick, there has been plenty of guys that have went number one overall (laughs) that have flopped. So there's no guarantee that you're going to get a good pick. And there's definitely not a guarantee in the second round that you're going to get a good pick. Because a lot of the talent, per se, is gone by the time you get to the second round. But there's been some great players, and we talked about that on an earlier podcast. I'm not yep. going to go back through and name these guys again. But there's been some great players. Nicole Jokic. That's yeah. it. That's and, a good one. Well, Gasol was a second-round pick. Yeah. So, you know, there's plenty of talent there. It's just whether you hit or miss on it. But that's that's a good thing. That's a You know, if there's a guy that they want in the draft and the Rockets are ahead of them, they'd be like, hey, um, you remember this Jordan Bell, Bruno Caboclo trade? We're going to go ahead and move up and take our guy right here. Thank you. Appreciate it. Sam, you got stuff on Jordan Bell? You got, you got his stats, right? I do have his stats. His career stats, he averages 3.7 points, 3.1 rebounds, and 1.3 assists. So He he is a bench player. Yeah, he doesn't play a whole lot. but Didn't have a big role. There's a couple things that I like about Bell. Number one, he has playoff experience. 
And no, he was not a key part on the Warriors team that won the championship. He was not a contributor. But experience is experience, man. He was in that locker room. He watched what those guys went through. He was a part of the emotions, the ups and downs, the in and outs. He was on that team that won a championship. And there's one thing that you cannot replace, and that's experience. So I like that. I like that maybe this isn't a big flashy trade and Jordan Bell doesn't come in here and, you know, blow the doors off the place and he's a part of the future and the Grizzlies got an, a steal. They turned Bruno Caboclo into a future Hall of Famer, Jordan Bell. <laughs> yeah, that's. I don't see that happening. Probably not. But I like what they're looking at. And here's the thing with Jordan Bell. His contract expires at the end of this year. He is a restricted free agent. In order for the Grizzlies to retain Bell, they would have to make him a qualifying offer of slightly over $2 million. If he comes here and he's a fit and there's chemistry with the team, they want to keep him on, qualifying offer of $2 million, you keep him on pretty cheap. If not, you cut ties and let the man walk. You still got that pick swap. And so we'll see. We'll see what happens. There's not a ton of season left, but you got the the second half, and it's not even, I'll say, the last third of the season, really, is kind of what it is. But I, I say the Grizzlies win that trade. I like where I know why the Rockets made that trade to get a little bit of length, get a rim protector in Bruno Caboclo. But I, I like what the Grizzlies done there. Now we're going to move on from that one. Sam, you got anything else on the Jordan Bell tray? What do you... Okay. You got about to say you've got... Yeah. Good. So, I, yeah, I gave, I, I gave what I had yeah, right there. Yeah, you had what I got. So. But the one thing, what I want to do... And sorry, I got a little bit away from my mic there. My chair is trying to roll away from me. I don't know what's going on. It's possessed. It is. True story. <laughs> I saw it. What do you expect, what do you project Jordan Bell's role is going to be on this team? Ooh. See, that's tough. That's tough. So the Grizzlies are running an 11-man rotation. Prior to this trade, yeah. Jay Crowder and Solomon Hill were both rotation guys. They were running an 11-man rotation. So you bring him over. Do you think he's a rotation guy? It's possible. Try him out and see what happens. I think you're going to get a look at yeah. least. I think a lot of that will depend on what it's looking like on the practice, you know, like yeah. during practice. Practice? We're talking about practice? Not a game. But practice. So if the chemistry is there and the guys are flowing together well in practice, maybe he's a rotation guy. It's another big body, and I'm not going to go too far into that one right there because I want to talk a little bit about that later. But another big body you can plug in there to play at the four. You've got Jaron that's obviously going to start at the four, and you got Brandon that's going to be first off the bench at four slash five. So this is where they need to experiment. Put Brandon at the three and see what happens. I don't think that's I it, I just want to see it. I just want to see it just you, once. You know what? Taylor like, Jenkins, if you're listening, do it once. I want to see it. I don't think that's it, man. I just don't. Like I know Brandon's super athletic, but I don't think there's there are some guys that play the three that are just gonna eat him up with speed. I think 
Maybe that's Maybe. not the case. I don't know. That's why I'm saying I want to see it. You know I what? Think I, it could happen. You know what I want to see? I want to see Ja, DeAnthony, Dylan, Jaron, and JV. That'd be all right. That's it. That's that's what I'd, I'd, I'd be all right with that. Now here's a stat for you. Did you know that prior to the Seventy Sixers game, when Kyle Anderson started, the Grizzlies were undefeated. <laughs> I did not, but that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, a uh, little uh, little fun fact for you there. Woohoo! All right, so let's move on to the big boy trade, the one. And so, Sam, I didn't tell Sam this before the podcast. But there's one name that we will not say more than four letters. He will be forever be known. He is going to forever be known, English is hard, as Iggy. And we will not say his full name because apparently he doesn't like being called Iggy. Oh, so, well, Iggy. Just so you know, you will forever be Iggy in Memphis. Forever. We're making a sign, Iggy. When you're there with the Heat next year, Iggy. It's going to have two four-letter words on it. And Iggy is going to be one. <laughs> you guys can just think of whatever you we, want. We have to keep it kid-friendly, so we'll have a star <laughs> in the middle of the one. <laughs> no, anyway, that that's we he, he will not get a first name or a full last name. He is always Iggy. So the three-team trade between Miami, Minnesota, and Memphis. And there's, there's a, okay, there's a little bit about this that I don't understand. And I'm going to ask you kind of see what you think about it. We'll go from there. So we'll say it was Miami, Minnesota, Memphis. Miami receives Iggy, Jay Crowder. Shout out to Jay. What's up, man? We said thank you in the last podcast. We appreciate Big. everything that you've done for Memphis, the leadership that you brought, the way that you played, your no BS attitude. Like, I feel like he embraced Memphis from day one. So thanks, uh, thanks Jay, for that. Same thing for Silent Hill. You know, true professional. Hate to see those two guys go. understand why they needed to. But uh, Miami receives Iggy, Jay Crowder, Solomon Hill. Minnesota gets James Johnson. The Grizzlies get Justice Winslow, Gorgie Zhang. Is that how you say his last name, Sam? Zhang, yeah. Yep. And Dion Waiters, which there have been rumors that they're going to buy him out. As of the time that we we are recording this podcast, he has not been bought out. He's still part of the roster. So, so he's we'll still see. technically on the Grizzlies roster, but everything is pointing to they're going to buy him out. I'm okay with that. If they keep him, okay, I'm okay with that too, but it's what it is. So why not keep Solomon Hill I and not take would've. on that Dion Waiters contract. I wish they would have kept Solomon Hill. I really do. I, I like Jay too, but you we talked about that beginning of the year. We knew like, they yeah, got him, they were going to trade him. So. Yeah, we knew like I was almost like I almost knew. Yeah. I was hoping that maybe it wouldn't happen, but there were a few conversations we had at the game between us and some of the other fans that were like He's gonna go yeah. at the at the trade deadline. As much as we love him, as much as the fans love Jay, and even you know, I would think that the coaching staff loved the stuff that he was doing for the team as well in the front office. But you just had to know a piece like that. Once he reaches free agency, he's not coming back. More than likely, they're not gonna pay him, and that's okay. But you had to get something in return. So I understand why they had to move Jay. But the the Solomon Hill for Dion Waiters thing. 
it makes me wonder, like, because that contract, the money works in this trade. If you take those two guys out of it, the money still works. Do you think that was Pat Riley in Miami saying, if I don't get Solomon Hill and you don't take Deion Waiters, we're not making this I trade? I bet it probably, that's why they probably, you know, with all the stuff, it took like two days for them to come out and say what it was, pretty much. I, I, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it was an, it was announced that the trade was done and they were working on trying to find a third team. And that is where, that's where Minnesota came mm-hmm. in with, you know, James Johnson and then Memphis receiving Gorgie. And that, that was probably the thing. He said, well, if we're going to do this, then you better get us, a, yeah. a, you better get us something else then. And that I, I think that's a smart move for Pat Riley because Solomon Hill has proven that mm-hmm. he can be a rotation guy. You know, he, he's played well for the Grizzlies this year. He's had some games. If nothing else, man, he increased his value by playing for the Grizzlies. And so, that's it. I, I just wonder if there couldn't have been something something else added on to this trade or maybe take Solo and Waiters out of it. Because you're, you're eating that contract money for Waiters. You're cutting him. And to be 100% honest, I don't want Deion Waiters around this team. I don't like the young guys. I've not been a fan of Deion Waiters. He can ball. 100, if you made it to the NBA, you can ball, period. But he's even, like, he's proven in the league. Like, he can score. But he cannot pass the ball. And that's, like, I don't... This team has been all about finding the the open shot, finding the guy that's open. And there hasn't been a whole lot of selfish at times. Dylan Brooks gets that way. But for the most part, there has not been... Uh, an I mentality. It's been a we. And I, Deion Waiters is definitely an I guy. The one thing I remember, I don't even know if I can actually say this on here, so if not, we'll cut it out. So, But uh, Thunder Game I went to, I believe he was still, but it had, it had to be that one. had to be that one. He did not, he was not friendly at all, and he actually did not come out for the national anthem and everything. Waiters didn't? Mm-hmm. I believe so, but it had to be that game because I was there and he did not come out when he played for the Thunder back when. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I believe so, and that, that aggravated me. I just well, remembered that. I just remembered that. And I that. think there may have been rule changes and stuff with that. I, I don't know, but and like I said, I, I've never been a, a big fan of his. I respect what the, the game that he has and the way – I won't even say I don't respect the way that he plays the game because I doesn't win games. It just doesn't. No, nope, team wins games. So, Sam, what do you got? Let's start with, we're not going to even talk. Like, the guys that left and the guy like James Johnson, James Johnson going to Minnesota, we're not going to yeah. jump into that. Let's talk about the two guys because it's a foregone conclusion. Deion Waiters is getting bought out. We don't know when exactly, but it's going to happen. So let's let's touch on Winslow and Gorgie. What you got on them, man? Winslow, I have their stats here. Winslow career stats, he's nine points, exactly. Five point four rebounds and two point seven assists. That's that's not too bad. This year he's doing pretty well. He's averaging like thirteen points this year. He hadn't played a whole lot yeah, this year though. He's back this year. Yeah. He's had he's had some issues. Um his contract 
for next year for the 2021 he's held 13 million and then the next year after that he actually has the team option for 13 million yeah so that, that's pretty affordable for a guy like a playmaker i like waiters so what do you moving forward what do you think waiters is for this team Oh, what do I think Deion Waiters is for this team? Yeah. I think they're going to – they should trash him. <laughs> Get him out of here. No, uh, not Waiters, dude. I'm short, bus. Winslow. Winslow. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the same page. <laughs> dude, yeah, that's my no, bad. After dude. what I just remembered, I was like, no, yeah. get him out of here. So when that was Winslow's stats. <laughs> what do you think Winslow's role is going to be for the team moving forward? If he's healthy, he's definitely, I, I think, because he played well with the Heat, yeah. I think he's going to, if he can bring that over, I think he'd, like you said earlier, good rotation player. I don't know if he'll start. He's a little big to be small forward. I don't know. He could play small forward. A little big? What? I'm thinking of Jordan Bell's what I'm thinking of. What? Yeah, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of Jordan Bell. I'm talking about Deion Waiters when we're talking about Justice Winslow, and this dude is thinking about Jordan Bell when we're talking. Yep, it's crazy. You heard it here first. (laughs) Hootball Grizzly podcast has no idea who Justice Winslow is. No, I have a picture of him, but then I think of Jordan Bell. It's like, this is crazy. He's a mix of Ah! uh, Jordan Bell and Deion Waiters. (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing, Sam? There's something in this Dr. Pepper, I'm telling you. There's nothing. If there was something in there, you've inhaled all of it. That's what I'm saying. There had to be something in that. But no, Justice Winslow, he can play small forward. He can play power forward. Yes, I think if he's healthy, he's going to help them. Yes. Long story short, yes. So young guy, he's twenty five, I believe. Something I'm, like that, yeah. And so I didn't talk about this with with Jordan Bell, but Jordan Bell played college ball with Dylan. Ooh. So there's already a relationship there. That's already some, you know, like you've played together before, you know each other. You have to have some sort of relationship, and nothing that I've found has indicated that those guys ended having any type of beef or anything like that. So anytime you're going somewhere, like for example, if you're changing jobs and one of your friends works at the place or maybe not even just somebody that you know works at the place that you're going, it makes the transition easier on you. So I like that. Winslow, we're rebuilding the 2015, I think. I think it was 15, 15, 16. Duke Blue Devil championship team because Grayson Allen, Tyus Jones, oh boy, and Justice Winslow were all three on that team. Wow. You didn't realize I didn't, that, I did didn't, you? I, no. Yeah. Now I think about it, holy crap. Woo. Yeah. So you've got, there's going to be some chemistry That's there. That's pretty cool. Between those guys. Those guys all played together. Grayson, Tyus, and Winslow. This is what I don't want to happen. Winslow's had a rough season injury-wise. He hasn't been able to stay healthy. And he he had a little struggle last year. I think he only played 60. It was, man, I looked it up and I deleted it. And I don't know why. I was like. 62 sticking in my head. So that's what we're going to go I was to. I was going to 62 or 66, yep. something like that. So somewhere in the mid to low 60 games is what he played last year. So he missed around 20 games last year. The Grizzlies are in the playoff hunt. 
they're in the eighth seed right now, two games up on a surging Portland Trailblazer team. Do not rush this. No. Like, this is not a win-now team. It's not. If it happens, I will be right there, front row, on the parade at Bill Street. Let's go with this champion. Like, I'm going to be there. But don't rush this. Do not rush him back because you're in the playoff hunt and you feel like you need him. Let him get healthy. Let him work with the training staff. Let him do whatever he needs to do. Do not rush him coming back. I want him to be healthy. That's what I want to see. So Justice Winslow comes in. Your projected starting five for next year, if everybody's healthy, is looking like Ja Morant, Dylan at the two. He got his extension. Congratulations, Dylan Brooks. Woo to the who on that. I'm glad that they done that. Me too. That's a big move. That's I think that's an underrated move. But anyway. Well, Projected starting five, Ja, Dylan at the two, Winslow at the three, Jaron at the four, JV at the five. And then you got Tyus Jones, which is a, an excellent backup point guard. He's done great this year. DeAnthony Melton. Great. Contract, don't know what's going to happen with him. Mr. Do something. Yeah. Um, Clark. Melton, Kyle Anderson, Tyus Jones, Grayson Allen. And you're looking at the depth of this team like, man, man, okay. So when Tyus Jones' shot is falling, he's super effective. And I, I, that, I know that sounds generic because you can say that about, you can plug in any player's name, X player, and if their shot is falling, they're super but here's the thing. Tyus Jones, even when his shot is not falling, he takes care of the basketball. When his shot is falling, it's like you hit the lottery, man. He becomes, when his shot's falling, he becomes, in my opinion, the best backup point guard in the league. You know, you, you can come at me and argue different guys if you want to, and that's fine. He's not a big scoring guy, but he's not going to cost you the game. He's no. not going to go out there and make mistakes that are going to cost you the game. And I feel like that's just as valuable as somebody that's going to go out there, like a, a backup point guard off your bench that's going to go out and score you 20 a game. I'll take Tyus Jones scoring me 10 points, 5 assists, and 0 turnovers in 25 minutes uh, all yeah. damn day. All day. This team, going into depth like that, reminds me, and you'll be like, oh, no, Valanciunas isn't like him. I'm not comparing him to this person. Just the team in general, the depth of it, is the Denver Nuggets from a few years ago. Because the depth on that team, when I was watching them, Mm -hmm. you know, I was watching Jokic, and they were one game out of the playoffs, lost to the Timberwolves. And I was watching that, and I said, man, Give it next year. They very well. They'll make the playoffs for sure. Yeah. But I said they. I even said, I don't know if I said it to you. I, I know I said it to a few no, people. Yeah, I remember that okay. conversation. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I said, they're definitely going to make the playoffs. I said, give or take. They might even be fourth, third, second. Yeah, and they're competitive, man. That they, That's a good team. Yep. And look at them now. 
You know, yeah. That was two, three years ago, and look at it. I think it was two years ago. Yeah, you keep this core yeah. together, man. If they keep what they it's, got now. It's going to be scary. Draft it's well. going to be, you know, it, it's... Not saying that they're going to be the Denver Nuggets next year. I don't know, but we'll see. Yeah, that's. I mean, they're already they're they're in the hunt right now. They're yeah. miles ahead of where most people well, projected. This is them where to the be. Nuggets were two years ago. They were right yeah. there on that eight nine spot. Mm-hmm. You know, that just reminds me. And with the depth and everything, it's just like you know, <laughs> yeah. you know what? Yeah. And the final player of this deal that we didn't we kind of we mentioned him, but we hadn't talked about him. Gorgie. Gorgie Zhang. Sam hit me with some stats on him. He. Career stats, he's 7.9, basically 8 points, 6.2 rebounds, and 1.4 assists. That, I mean... This is what I like from him. He's shooting a career high from three this year. Mm-hmm. And I, 38 point... I know it's 38. I don't know the point. I want to say 38.3%. I was going to say 40%. I knew he was close to that. but From three. Okay. And so, this was a must-have P. I'm not saying that Gorgie Zhang was this is the piece that's going to push the Grizzlies to the championship. But this is what they had to have, dude. Yeah, they had to have a backup center, a real and, backup yeah. center. And I will fight you to the death on this. If you disagree with me, I realize Brandon can play big. You can slide Jaron over to the five. The five is not Jaron's natural position. You can tell that. You can. Mm-hmm. But... If you want to argue with me about the fact that the Grizzlies did or did not need a backup center, if you're on the side that they did not need a backup center, you're on crack. You go back to the last game against the freaking Pelicans and watch that game, and you tell me how many times the Pelicans attacked the paint because there was not a rim protector in there. JV was out there, he was doing the best he can. He had like four block shots in that game, but he can't play. 48 minutes. Can't do it. He no, just can't. He can do 30. That's and and that's like when when they went small ball, he wasn't fast enough to keep up with Melly, so Melly was just torching him. Did that the last game too. But when JV was out of the game, there were they had nobody for rim protection, and they were getting hammered. Drew Holiday, Brandon Ingram, these guys like Lonzo Ball, it didn't matter. You got nobody down there that's going to stop me. I'm going at the basket. The Pelicans coaching staff had an excellent game plan, and they executed it. But if you're on the side of the Grizzlies didn't need a backup center, a true backup center, go back and watch that game and then tweet at me and let me know that I'm right. <laughs> that you Say, I'm sorry for doubting you. I that's it. I, I was trying to count. Let's see. David, you are the man. I need five words from you. <laughs> five. After you go back and watch that game. <laughs> four. You can even do four. David, you were right. <laughs> yeah, that works too. Woo. Hey, either way. All right, guys. That's all we got on the trades. It, it's... Oh, I didn't even talk about uh, Gorgie's contract. He's a little pricey, and as the Grizzlies yeah. took on about thirty million in in uh, payroll for next year, they had some cap space. Don't know that they were going to plan on making a huge splash in the free agent market because they're going to have some guys to pay coming up here pretty soon. They may throw some money at DeAnthony Melton to keep him around. We'll they see should. what happens with that. I, I think they should. they should. Yeah, he he's a. 
for me, he's a key part in this. He's a guy that you, you need a, a guy that is gritty and gets in there, does the dirty work, and as a defensive guy, DeAnthony Melton is that guy. So I think they should throw a little bit of money his way, keep him around. But, you know, Zhang is uh, $17 million this year, and or just under 17 this year, and he'll be $17 million next year. So it's a it's a pricey like he's coming in as a backup center making more than JV, but it is what it is. It, you know it's an expiring contract. Yeah, he'll be he's a free agent. In the he will one twenty two. Yeah. Yep. So he will be a valuable piece to mm-hmm. move next year if they need to move him. You know, trade deadline next year he may be one that they move because he's an expiring contract. A be. When you're making a trade, you need expiring contracts in order because teams are looking to free up cap space to go after free agents. And so they got him as a piece that they needed moving into next year. They did. And now, next year, he may be a piece of the trade deadline that they can use to move to execute a trade to maybe take it to that next level. So we'll see. Sam, you got anything else you want to talk about with the the trades? Or are you good, man? I think we've covered everything. All right. I've got nothing else. Yeah. Guys, listen up. I talked to you about the Devin and Ira and the guys over at uh at Hootball Gaming Uh-oh. last time. Uh oh. <laughs> Dan, don't shoot. Don't shoot. So I I'm so hung up on their Twitter handle. I messed up the name of the podcast. The newest podcast here at Hootball. These guys are they're bringing you Betting lines, they've been killing it. They've been doing a great job over there. They're, they're going to give you their input on uh, what you should bet. And it's today in sports gambling. That's the name of the podcast. You're not going to find it if you go look for Hootball Gaming, I don't think. I didn't try to do that search. You can find them on Twitter. They're at Hootball Gaming on Twitter. But the podcast is today in sports betting. So go check those guys out. They're bringing it to you. It's a daily podcast. And these boys are putting in work. If you're listening to the podcast and if you're betting, check out mybookie.ag. They're our partner. They're the ones like this, the the gaming podcast. Every every podcast that Hootball has, mybookie.ag is a partner for us. They have been around. Their payouts are fast. They got a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week customer service team that's there to help you with all of your needs. All good stuff, but that's not even the best part of it. Right now, you go to mybookie.ag. They're still running it. I don't know for how much longer, guys. You use this the show's promo code. It's today. 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 T-O-D-A-Y. And they will match your initial deposit 50% up to $2,000. So you can, if you got a lot of money you're going to go and throw at it, you got 1000 bucks, 2000 Whatever you put in there, if you put in 500, you use the show's promo code today, they're giving you extra money. 250. 250. You got 500, they're dropping 250 at you, man. It's so free again, money. Mybookie.ag, show's promo code is today. They have more lines and better odds than any other sports book out there. Go check them out. If you need some help betting, if you're losing, you're getting wrecked, check out the Hoot Wall podcast today. In sports betting. They'll help you out. Devin, Ira, all the guys over there. If I miss, I know that I'm missing somebody and I can't find his name. It's in my head somewhere. But go check them out, guys. You can find the show, our show, this podcast, 
on Twitter. We're at Grizz. I am on Twitter at dwill2111, and Sam... It is SammyB1118, capital S, lowercase a-m-m-y, capital B, 1118. All right, that's all we got for today, guys. Thanks for listening. Until next time, go Grizz. Be like Mike and just do it. Go Grizz. Dang it! <laughs> Yay, guys! This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.